In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Dear brethren, it was the custom of the Church in Rome from the very first centuries to have once a year a special day of supplication, a special day of rogation, in which both clergy and people would take part in a penitential procession, begging God for mercy. In the 16th century, the Pope St. Gregory the Great chose this day, April 25th, for this purpose, to be the day of the Great Litany, of the Great Supplication, from earth to heaven. And this day was not chosen, was not chosen without a reason. April 25th was the very day when the Prince of the Apostles, St. Peter, first entered the city of Rome. It was like the day of his intronization. It is from this day that we begin to count the days of the papacy of the first Pope, April 25th. But this great day had fallen into oblivion, and that's why St. Gregory wanted to mark this day again in a very special way. And he did so by choosing this day to be the day of the greater litanies. After the procession, the most holy sacrifice of the Mass was offered at the Basilica of St. Peter, where repose the relics of the first Pope. So we know the reason why the greater litanies are on this day, April 25th, to perpetuate the memory of the beginning of the pontificate of St. Peter the Apostle in Rome. But we cannot deny that it's quite curious that the Church upholds a penitential procession and penitential liturgy just some days after the great feast of the resurrection of the Lord. It can be surprising to see the priest and the altar covered once again in violet, the color of penance. But it's not an accident. St. Gregory the Great was fully aware of what he was doing when he placed the greater litanies or supplications during Eastertide. There is indeed a contrast between the joys of Eastertide and the sentiments of a penitential liturgy. But this contrast manifests 
a profound truth. The truth that this life is not always joy. And that this life is not always a suffering. But here on earth, there is always a mix of both. So in the moments of distress, we should not despair, thinking that our problems do not have a solution. No, but we should keep our trust in God and hope for better days. When we are being tried, that's the time we need to trust God the most. And in times of prosperity, when everything is going well for us, we should not forget that difficulties can arise from one moment to the other. Sickness, poverty, death. We are all subjected to these things. And so we have to learn to place our trust not in the comforts of this life, but in God. We cannot forget that this earth is not our final destination. Everything we see will pass. We will pass. So we should learn to have spiritual joy in the midst of sufferings and to have a sobriety of spirit in the midst of prosperity. Spiritual joy in the midst of suffering and sobriety of spirit in the midst of prosperity. So this penitential day during Eastertide should remind us of that. That in this life, we cannot have joy without the mixture of suffering. But in both joy and suffering, what we need to do is to submit ourselves entirely to God and to serve Him faithfully. To have joy or suffering oftentimes is beyond our control. But to be faithful to God, this is a choice of ours. And this is what really matters, to serve God faithfully. Our Lord said, in this world, you will have tribulations. But if we persevere in spite of all the trials of this life, if we persevere in serving God faithfully, we will get there to the joys of heaven. 
listen to the words of our Lord. A woman, when she is in labor, has sorrow because her hour has come. But when she has brought forth the child, she remembers no more the anguish for joy that a man is born into the world. So also you now indeed have sorrow, but I will see you again, and your heart shall rejoice, and your joy no man shall take from you. So my brethren, our joy will only be complete on that day when we shall see His most beautiful face. Only on that day our joy will not be mixed with suffering anymore. Only on that day there will be no more tears, no more sufferings, no more sickness, no more death. The vision of His face will give us the perpetual joy, a joy without end, a joy that will compensate, that will pay for all the sacrifices we may do for Him in this life. A joy that no one, no man, no demon, will be able to take away from us the joy of heaven. So, my brethren, keep in mind that the sufferings of this life may last a, a while, but the joys of heaven, they will last forever. The sufferings of this life may last a while, but the joys of heaven will last forever. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.